everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter. Hey guys, this is Russ, and this is the Overlook Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the disappearance of Annie Doris Horn. Annie Horn is an African-American female missing from Richmond, Virginia since 2001. She was 38 years old at the time of her disappearance. According to her sister Mary, Annie was a loving sister. She was a hard worker and everybody loved her. She was a people person and she most definitely loved her family. At the time of her disappearance, Annie was employed as a secretary at an insurance company. She was a hard worker who was dependable and she really didn't miss work. She had children. She had a young daughter who she adored and family did not believe she would just abandon her child. It is unknown who or where Annie was last seen, but we do know that she left a lot of personal belongings behind when she disappeared. Things like her wallet, her glasses, credit cards, even her van and her checkbook. The day Annie didn't show up for work, and again, this was out of character. Now, her husband did eventually report her missing. At the time, Annie was residing on Yorktown Road in Richmond, Virginia, and authorities believed that her home suggested that Annie had plans to return. According to a WTVR.com article, Richmond Police Detective Clarence Key is quoted saying, We found out that her coat was definitely in the kitchen, on the chair, at the table. Her glasses, she wore prescription glasses, you know, the glasses were on the table. These are things, essential things, that she would need. And you know, during that time of year, she didn't have it, so she wouldn't have left without it, you know, having those things with her. This was said in an interview with CBS 6 crime insider John Burkett and the Reopen the Case Foundation. At the time of Annie's disappearance, her husband, Thomas Horn, reported to the Richmond police that his wife had woke him up on multiple occasions, gasping for breath. According to the WTVR-TV, her husband said that this even happened on the night before Annie vanished. Her husband states he gave her mouth to mouth and she kind of just went back to sleep. Her husband would go on to report that Annie suffered from bouts of depression. He states that he brought up a separation at some point and was not sure if the depression was related to that, adding that he never actually admit he was going to divorce her. Now, what exactly was that in the search for Annie is not quite known. There's a huge lack of information regarding this case at least publicly. In the articles and videos I came across, I have little tidbits of information like, oh, this particular apartment was searched and we looked but didn't find anything, but not a lot of details are given, so I'm not really sure 
when the searches were done or how thorough the searches were or how long they lasted. I did come across a couple of sources that said that a search was done with cadaver dogs at an old apartment complex on Richmond Southside that has since been knocked down, but nothing was found. But I can't tell you when that search was done. The video in which the detective was talking about this was done only a couple years ago, but Eddie's been missing for over 20 years. And the video did not give a time frame for when that search was actually done. For a long time, it seems like there was no information about the suspected circumstances or if police believed there was foul play or not, at least not publicly or found available online. But in recent years, the detectives that have been working this case have been more talkative to the public. And they're not the only ones. In that same WTVR article, we get a quote from a former neighbor of Annie's. His name is Billy Queen. We learn that his mom and Annie were close and spent a lot of time reflecting on her case over the years. He's quoted as saying, oh, she was a lovely person. You know, really did a lot for you. I think somebody murdered her. I really do. I point out her husband or ex-husband. I think Thomas, I believe his name. Now, you might be wondering, okay, well, where, where did that come from? Because again, up until this point, no one had mentioned anything about a suspect in the news, at least immediately following her disappearance. But here's the thing, the police, they also think Annie's husband has something to do with her disappearance. You see, in 2022, police revealed that they believe Annie was a victim of murder and also a victim of her husband. And um, here's the kicker. She's not the only one. Over the years, they have revealed that they believe her husband was responsible for the death of four more individuals, making him a serial killer. The detectives have linked him to at least four other cases. Now, the Reopen the Case Foundation has a video on YouTube on Annie's story where they spoke to Annie's family and detectives. In the video, the family states that they didn't find out about Annie's disappearance until about a week after she didn't show up for work. We also get a different date of when she disappeared versus what is reported on her NamUs account, which was submitted by the Richmond City Police Department. Which is why I haven't really said the exact time of when she disappeared because I'm not really sure which date is correct. Now, going back to the Reopen the Case Foundation video on YouTube, in that video, it's alleged that Annie's husband was abusive and jealous. He didn't want others talking to her or even interacting with her. In the video, it was revealed that her husband would tell Annie's family one thing, but then go and tell the detectives something completely different. And while Annie's family believes that Annie is deceased, her husband's responsible for her death. They want the official cause and his name fishing on the books. And while police have stated they have linked her husband to the murder of four other individuals, they have not publicly named who these individuals are or what cases they have been referencing. As for now, Annie has never been found, though it is believed that she is deceased. And that husband of hers, the one that police think is a serial killer, 
Yeah, he died. He died in 2017. And there's a chance that there was lots of secrets that died along with him. Regiment detectives Key and George Wade recently met with Annie's family in North Carolina to get DNA swabs and case bones or anything is found in the future. But as of now, they're remaining hopeful. Their detectives even travel to other states to look at other cases, other evidence that they believe is tied to Annie. But thus far, they have found nothing. Because this case has so little public information, there's really not any theories or lines about it. It was hard to find details about this case. And I know, guys, you want me to do longer episodes and episodes with more info, but I do want to stress the biggest reason why I started this podcast is because I wanted to cover those cases that aren't really talked about, that you aren't going to find a million other podcasts already on. And unfortunately, when you do those cases, you don't always find a lot of information. And if you don't find a lot of information, there's not a lot I can tell you on it. But we want to make sure that these stories are told and any information we can find to help bring them back to their loved ones, help them refine their name, or get the tips in that might help their case get closed. And unfortunately, like we've talked about in many episodes, when it's people of color that go missing, they don't get the same amount of fanfare, especially when the cases are older. Information is just simply not there. And while that may make it hard to get the story out, the stories still deserve to be out and they still deserve some type of closure. Now, if you have any information on Annie's whereabouts or her husband, Thomas Horn, who again died in 2017, but also had cases pending in other areas who was known to travel outside of Virginia, please give a call to Detective Key at 804-646-6764 or Crime Stoppers at 804-781000. Now, as always, I'm gonna have some pictures of Annie and her husband on the Instagram. You can head on over to the Overlook underscore podcast and take a look at her pictures see if you recognize them, see if you have any information. And I'll also have Crime Stoppers and Detectives Keys number on there. I ask that you share this, go on Instagram and repost her pictures and let's see if we can help her family get some type of closure. As always, guys, I thank you for listening and you'll hear the sound of my voice with a new episode in two weeks. Bye. Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.